are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and anywhere you can find podcasts, my G. Wrestling a bear. Like, there's footage of this man. There's not a, a little boy wrestling a baby bear, like. I will say I could probably handle a baby bear. Yeah, <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro. Yes, man. now. Maybe now. Maybe no. both of us. Me and you versus a baby bear. Uzi go slip in your head like you gripping on soap. I said, I did not have a new feeling while fucking that hoe. I said, look at the Uzi, the Uzi weathered in the boat. She said, Jacuzzi, Jacuzzi, the water feel good on her toes. Live a little, small little, sip a little, drip a little. You're a rat, just like store a little. I said, I don't think on a little, on a good church no more. You're now listening to Live, 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 um, it may be that long depending on what time I go to bed. But it's me, the kid JB, could have been right last week. Mr. Told You So. Uh, only because I'm not always right, but when I'm right, shit, I told you so. Uh, Mr. Upset and emotionally invested in the fucking New York football giants, man. Frustrated yet again. Cannot get it together and they are a top of the lost house. But happy to be here. Another episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, episode 55. Always got to attribute to a jersey number. Let me guess. Mm, Mr. Hideki Matsui, Godzilla, MVP, MVP of the 2009 World Series. I want, I want people to know that. Like, you, I'm pretty sure you come with these off the top because I don't be knowing about these shits. Uh, yeah, I, I do come off the top with the jersey numbers, but I'm happy to be here. It's uh, episode 55 of the Bucket Up Podcast. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, bro. I like I feel for you with the the teams losing. See, I know like people probably hear me or see me out on these streets, like saying I'm a Chiefs fan, kind of more jokingly. Like, I just because I like I like the players, but at this point, I just I've decided kind of like cut myself off from like caring too much about my like sports teams because it's just like I realized I I was talking with other people like at work. I know you know you know Jeff and and you know and Seb and all them. They're Giants fans too, and uh, we were talking with other people who are other fans of teams that hadn't won in in a while. Even though Giants, you know, they won fairly recently. But I was like, bro, I feel like rooting for these sports teams. I'm definitely more unhappy than I'm ever happy. Like, oh, for sure. It's, that, it 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 only brings more pain. And and when they win, it's not even that good of a feeling. Right. Exactly. It's more like a relief. So like. That's why I'm kind of like, bro, that's why this year, for other reasons why I didn't want to root for Washington anymore, and I probably should have done it before just for moral reasons. But I was just like, bro, I'm just going to, like, if I like a team, like, I'll watch them. Like, like if they win a championship or some shit, I'm not going to be out here in these streets like I'm a fucking diehard, like, been with them day one fan. I'll just be like, ah, right, that's cool. 
You know what I mean? But like, I'm tired of sitting here and just being angry about sports all the time. Now, the only exception, like, if the Suns win, like, then that's different. That's the only team that I think I'm still keeping my like full attachment with. But and like, I've been cool off of them because they've been bad for so long that I've been so apathetic any goddamn way. But like, I used to get so mad about Washington games, and I'm like, bro, I don't need that in my life. That what the fuck? They never help. Fuck that. You know what I mean? If uh. You know, to get heavy on the pot a little bit, it's like for me, it kind of ties me to childhood and like when I was a kid rooting for my teams, it was like, you know, you're just a, a young boy that wants your teams mm-hmm. to do good. But then as you get older, man, for me right now, the Yankees, it's like, you know, my grandpa, he's, he's getting up there. He's not doing too well. He's in and out of the hospital. Like the Yankees tie me to him right now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I want them to do good because then it's like I know he's doing good in spirits and shit like that. So, I know it's just a game and I can't control it, but that's, like, the emotional part that kind of ties me to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess the most, yeah, frustrating part is I can control it because, like, yeah, granted, my ass wouldn't be able to hit a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, but, you know, it's just frustrating because you can't do control it. And I think that as humans is what frustrates us because we just want to, like, help any way we can in a situation we want to help in. But when you can't, you feel like, fuck. No, no, I get that. I'm like, yeah, I get the. Again, I have all the attachments, too. It's just as an adult, I'm just like, bro, I can't. I had like I hate it at some point, like some shit I couldn't control having complete control over what, like, how I felt that day. Like, that shit was just dumb. You know what I mean? To me, it felt like I was just, like, I'm, especially since, like, with my team, one of my teams won. And, but it's funny, like, all the teams that I cared about least were the ones that were doing better. Like, the Mets eventually, like, made it to the World Series. I mean, now they're trash again, but it was, like, I didn't care about them that much. Or the Capitals were, like, my hockey team, but I don't give a fuck about hockey like that but then obviously they win a championship and it's cool i'm like yo i'm super happy but it's not like if the suns won or like if my football team would have won or something like that but it was definitely i I mean i was you know happy about it for sure everyone gave lebron shit for that time when he kind of was telling people like yo after the finals you still have to wake up and live your life i mean he wasn't he wasn't wrong though like right as shit i know like the sports really don't affect us in the slightest i mean we we just let it I will say that it does give a vibe and some sort of communitas and like a community feeling to mm-hmm. the city or like, I'll give you an example he, out here in Tempe shouts to ASU. Um, when back in like 2013, we were a game away from the Rose bowl in the PAC 12 championship. Mm-hmm. And there was just like a vibe around Tempe that like, you could just feel it. Like everybody was just like hyped for the game and like everyone was just like in a good mood and just like saying go devils like if you passed like each other and it was just it just felt different and so like that's the energy that sports can bring right and and to me that's college is different in terms of if you actually went to that college like yeah. that's way different cuz that's like y'all all went to the same school y'all all in it together it feel like y'all all everybody is like rooting for it like you kind of in like a bubble and then y'all rooting for the same team like because that is exactly how we felt when like my college went to the ncaa tournament for like the first time in years and like we all were there everybody was excited like the teachers were canceling classes and like they the alumni donated money for people to take a bus to go watch the game and shit all the way down in tennessee like it was crazy but like, uh, I get, like that feeling is amazing, but it's just like 
in terms of like professional sports, like it's to me, I'm like, it's a different thing. Like you're choosing to kind of put your, but again, it's like you get these attachments and, you know, you can't really control what you like get attached to sometimes. But that's why I'm just like, I just wanted to disconnect a little bit. Yeah, it's true. And it's like over here, like getting, I'll be clowning people being like, oh, you're mad about the bachelor and like what bachelorette they picked and shit. (laughs) And I'm over here like, Oh, it should have been an interception. <laughs> right, right. We, I'm yeah. mad about some dude not being able to put a fucking orange rubber ball into a, a fucking metal hoop. And like, <laughs> it really, I right, bro, it's cool, bro. Watch Flavor of Love if you want. I don't, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Like, sports fans are so hypocrites. And like, if yeah. you think about it, like, they got us, man. They got us to sit still for four hours and just be like yelling at the TV. Right. Like, and it's like so stupid. They definitely got it. Sports is the only reason that I'm paying my high ass cable bill. Like I don't need it for anything else but live sports, and that's literally the only reason why it's it like it's basically useful because I could watch out all the other TV shows I watch on all the other streaming sites or whatever. But I'm like, fuck, I can't get live sports the way I want it except for on this fucking expensive ass cable bill. Like that's how much a slave I am to that shit. So it's wild. The one thing about sports that I will say is like it's it's not like opinionated like it. I mean, there are with the you know if you argue the refs and like different plays and stuff, but mm. uh, at the end of the day, like points is like I remember you know not to get political on the pod, but I remember someone being like, "Oh, the popular vote doesn't matter in elections. That's like the time of possession in football." And it's like, what? no, <laughs> it's like no, that's the points, motherfucker. <laughs> It's like how many times? It's like how many, in most sports besides golf, the most points wins. You know? Yeah, like that's... Shouts, shouts to Tim Case, man. He was saying we should make elections like college football. <laughs> He's like, like the team that scores the most wins. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. So shouts to Tim Case. It's funny because like our our government works that way for literally everything else except the presidency. <laughs> Senate Senate votes. It just matters all the votes, like. Governor votes, all the votes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every other fucking thing except for presidency. It's wild. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to say that little piece on on sports. What? Well, how was your weekend like? Besides, you know, the last couple. Of days? It, uh, weekend was cool. Saturday, uh, Yankees won, so couldn't be mad about that. Shouts to Fat Rob. He came through. Hey, the boy Fat. Rob. Do you call him Fat Rob? Does he I know? Told him the- I told him the story and he thinks it's funny. Oh, so yeah, like, you thought it was a misunderstanding, right? No, I tell him that you maliciously call him Fat Rob. <laughs> and he's nah. like, what? He's like, I'm no way, bro. Nah, um, he's mad. Yeah. Nah, I told him like the funny story about it and he's cool about it. He's like, that's hilarious, man. I guess I'm Fat Rob. Yeah, because I was just like talking about a player on the team. Like, yeah, Fat Rob. And he looks over. And then you know, some I think some I think Anna or somebody was like, "Yeah, Rob looked over." I'm like, "Why? Why would Rob look? He's not fat at all." Yeah. <laughs> like, and I would never. Why would I of all people be calling somebody fat, bro? This dude <laughs> background dude's like five eight, like 190 pounds. He played college baseball. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's definitely in shape. Like I'm like I would never. I would uh, yeah. I'm thick boy <laughs> over here, bro. I'm I'm the last person. Who's gonna be like out of nowhere calling somebody fat? That'd so. be like me being like, yo, you cheap, yo, cheap Rob. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Brad. Like, but it was yeah. just funny since he did it. And since he did that, they were just like, I guess we'll just call him fat Rob. Like, fuck it. 
Dude, yeah, he's funny, man. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him. So we watched the game Saturday. Uh, Friday was kind of a cluster. Um, I was at work. Like I was saying, man, work was kind of whatever on Friday. I work for a company called XYZ. I'm not going to drop names. <laughs> and uh, I share office with a company called uh, ABC. Mm. And this fucking, you know, this entire time I've been working for this company, I'm like, yo, they're probably going to merge like at some point or like, why do we share offices? We we cross over and we work with the same clients and, you know, y- yada, yada, blase, blase. Uh, and then Friday, they like call us into the office. Mind you, most Fridays, everybody works from home besides me because I just like the office vibe and uh, I don't get shit done at this house. But I was like, all right, let me guess. I think this meeting is a bit about like the merger, you know, not even any hints or clues leading up to it besides my inclinations and like my gut. Mm-hmm. And then sure as shit, uh, the boss that shit we share the office with was kind of like, yeah, so we're going to be acquiring new companies, some companies you're familiar with, some companies that are new. Let me see if you guys recognize this company. And they did like this, like Michael Scott from the office PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and out came our company with like a picture of us. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, oh, like, oh, that was like a pizzazz, you know? And, uh, you know, every, you know, of course, they were just like, what changes? Nothing. Business as usual, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, if the first thing they're saying nothing changes, that kind of means something's going to change. Yeah, that definitely sounds like some shit might change. Right. So I'm like already like, you know, like counting my savings account. Um, So, nah. So uh, they're telling us like, you know, anyone got questions, blah, blah, blah. And I was being the, the funny guy like I always am and fucking uh, quote unquote. And um. They do like these wild lunch parties like every week. Like I'm talking Greek food, wild Italian, like nothing nasty. Like just, sounds good, right? So me being friendly with everyone in the office already, they were like, "Does anyone have any questions?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, does that mean we're invited to your guys' next pizza uh, food party or something?" Mm-hmm. And everybody like laughed, but like violently, like laughed, <laughs> like harder than it was that. Fu- it wasn't that funny, you know. But like, nah, but like I was actually asking though. <laughs> that I literally was. <laughs> Like on some real G shit, like, uh, uh, and everyone was like, like laughing, like, oh, this is so funny. I'm like, all right, man, I never get taken seriously, but uh, <laughs> I will say, which was weird and funny, and I guess pod content was people that have acknowledged me in the office as like a breathing human to the very most I can say mm-hmm. for the past year that I've worked for this company. The second that that meeting was over, those same people that like were just like, oh, this person's just breathing air. Like, I don't know anything beyond that. Mm-hmm. They were like, welcome to the team, man. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. I was like, my guy, I've been standing next to you for a year sometimes like, in the bathroom like in very mom. in very vulnerable positions. Like, bro, <laughs> and, I handed you over like tissue under the stall one time. Like, come on. <laughs> Dude, I fucking I answered. 13 times throughout the year yes this is pasta again <laughs> you know like the hey, fucking you- welcome to the team fam now you're part of it now we can talk to you like son i was like oh you know you could have talked to me this entire time and then i made jokes with about that like to the other people that i already talked to and i was like oh i guess i have to make friends with you now blah 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 and 
like it was weird. I thought it was funny as shit. I was like, man, you guys are robots. Like you think like you don't have to talk to anyone unless you work with them. Right. That's I guess pretty much. And it's if you're like me, like even if I work with people, I still don't talk to them. So uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of people in there. I can't talk to everybody. Yeah, I I will say, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, uh, back when I, we were working together, mm-hmm. uh, there was like that. You know how you were talking about like black privilege or something, or like the mystery behind like you being like the cool person in the room while as like the most professional or whatever. Right. Um, I do remember like the people back in the company that you worked at or we worked at. There, the sales team would be throwing ping pong balls back and forth at each other. Mm-hmm. And one time, like you know. A ball came near you and instead of like waiting for you to throw it back they were like afraid to approach you like thinking you <laughs> they gotta be like yo why y'all throwing ping pong balls like you were gonna punch them in the face or some shit and like why would it like so they just kind of stopped playing and i watched the whole thing unfold and it was funny, as funny. Shit. because little if they just came up to you and was like yo can you little help you would have thrown it back you know all right i was just like nah i'm not <laughs> ping pong balls anyway Right, so that shit just stood by your foot for like the rest of work. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny as shit. I like gonna say like, like you know, motherfucker just assume black people cool, which is cool. Well, I do my, the same thing. My boy Ricardo is saying that like, yeah, he kind of feels like Issa from Insecure because like he's gotta like be the most professional dude in the room, but then turn around and know what on fleek means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when somebody throws some shit out there, you kind of gotta know, and it's like, well, I do know, but. <laughs> he was saying like he's got some like some friends on the fence I'll say the n-word and like turn to him for like approval oh dog, no <laughs> and he's like my man he's like if you're gonna say it just fucking say it nah like, I'll be like, like nah ain't nobody give you permission for that shit no but he's saying like never am I ever yeah never am I ever gonna give you like the approval <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> anyway, um, but That's anyway, that that was my weekend. Shouts to me giving a weekend review in reverse. That was a uh, Sunday Monday, Sunday Monday, Sunday Saturday, Friday. Oh uh, shit, that's wild! I didn't even realize. I guess I could do because, like, you know, I had some. My I've been on. I've been off of work since Wednesday, so I've you know I've been chilling, kicking it. Did not uh, know that. I'll say you could usually start with the movie shit first, so I'll just do that. Movie I went to go see was Venom. Uh, I might still go see another movie. I might go see, uh, what's that movie called? Um, A Star is Born, the one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga or whatever. I'm hearing that it's, I heard it's a really good movie. Have you, what are you about to say? No, yeah, I've heard of that. I still want to see Venom. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to your review. Okay. But yeah, I have heard of Star is Born. Yeah, so I've heard nothing but great things about it. Apparently, the story's like, uh, the, the thing that I've heard is that the story, it's definitely like a story you've seen before, a hundred percent predictable, but it's still really good, which is like kind of more impressive, if you ask me. Like how like beating the dead horse, but like doing that shit well is kind of crazy. So I might might go see that, you know, maybe tomorrow or some shit. But I went and saw Venom. Literally read the reviews for. I heard it was bad. Like saw the reviews, saw the Rotten Tomato score that it was low. So I I went in with low expectations. And to be honest, like it was definitely not a good movie, but it had some fun parts. It was some cool action sequences. You know, I laughed a couple times. I went. I just. It's funny because I ain't never seen a movie in IMAX, so I went to. You know, I saw it in IMAX because I got AMC pass, so it's kind of funny. But like the the IMAX, I think was kind of trash. 
Like I don't think it was a real IMAX. Which you know I've heard they be doing fake IMAX. <laughs> it was I minimum. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know if anybody's ever been to AMC, but you know AMC got these cool like Dolby digital theaters now that are like kind of like fire, and those are way better than the IMAX I went to over at the AMC by my house. Like that shit was kind of garbage. I think though that it's just like because I've I think I've heard before that they've been kind of do this thing where they cram in a bunch of seats and kind of call it an IMAX, but like, it's not a true one. It doesn't have the actual, like, you know, big ass screen parameters that an IMAX is supposed to have. So either way, I digress. The movie is fun at points. Like there's some cool action sequences. It definitely should have been rated R. Like that was dumb that they made it PG 13, but they just, you know, they, it's all Sony just trying to make money, you know, cash grab. So they made it PG 13, even though you could tell that they wanted it to be like a rated R movie. And like, you know, because the dude's out here, no spoiler alert, like he's eating people and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it definitely should have been, it could have been more raw if it was rated R. Was there but, a part, uh, sorry to interrupt, but was there a part where uh, Venom makes out with like himself or something? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, there was a, there's a rumor that, that like Tom Hardy makes out with Venom at a point. And I will say that it's true, but it's not exactly what you're thinking right now. But I, yeah, I guess I'll, yeah, I'll say that that part is true. There's a part where they make out, which is wild. And so, yeah, there were definitely some baffling points. There were points where I'm like, yeah, this don't really make sense. Like, you know what I mean? At the end and shit like that, like the third act, there was parts that didn't make sense. But again, there's some fun parts in it. Uh, apparently, it made a lot of money, so they're probably going to make a fucking other one. And, you know, maybe they'll try to get Spider-Man into it or some shit. I have no clue. They, you know, I watched the, they had like a whole after credit scene teasing, you know, other characters and stuff. So, I mean, again, if you want to go see, I would, you could go see it. Like, I don't think you're going to, I don't think you would see it and be like mad that you saw it. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like, oh my God, it's such a good movie. You get what I'm saying? Did they hint at like Spider Man or anything like that or not? No, they didn't. Cause they, I don't think they, I don't know if they can, even though they, they technically own the Spider Man property, but it's shared with Marvel right now. But like I don't I have no clue how that how that deal works. So me neither. Yeah. And obviously they can't put Spider Man in a movie after Infinity War. Spoiler alert: where like you know he got dusted. Didn't they all get dusted? Well, you know half of them. Hmm. But yeah, so yeah, no, that's my review. It was it was it was definitely a bad movie. If you saw it, you're like, yo, that movie was terrible. I would be like, yeah, kinda. But again, I have fun. I think it's just the low expectations. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you go see a movie. Like everybody likes some bad movies. Like I like Pootie Tang. That movie's terrible, but I like Pootie Tang. And I don't know if it's because my little brother liked it and we watched that shit like eight thousand times. And so like I knew all the fucking words and dumb shit in it. But like that movie was a bad movie that I still enjoyed. Well, yeah, yeah. Shouts and nostalgia be damned. Um, I was listening to some of the episodes they were rocking, and like, yeah, those movies are good because they tie you back to when they were good. They're not really good movies. Right, right. But they provide just like, uh, it's subjective. It's just like, you know, junk food is good. It's not good for you, you know? Yeah, or like, you know, anything. Like, some people like fucking Butterfingers, and I'm like, why the fuck would you like a Butterfingers? Oh, shouts, I'm not, I don't even know her name, but this girl that used to, that listens to the pod and stuff, she followed, and she was talking about, uh, what, I don't know her handle or whatever, but she um she was talking about Kit Kats or Butterfingers, and I was like, "What Butterfingers all day?" 
I'm going neither because they're both trash to me. Yeah, but you can't <laughs> you can't go neither. If you go neither, you die. Oh, I don't know if that's okay. It's a Halloween uh, edition. I'll guess Butterfinger because at least it's peanut butter. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. it's like weird. That shit is weird. It's yeah, like, it gets stuck in your teeth and a roof to your mouth. A roof of your mouth. Yeah, they both get them both out of here. Um, but also what I did You choose what death. else? <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. Uh, the other thing I watched this weekend was Big Mouth season two. I don't know if you saw season one, but it's a whole like cartoon show created by like Nick Kroll and uh, the fuck is it's the white comedian dude who sounds mad nerdy, but I can't. Oh, John Mulaney. Nice. Yeah, him. Nick Kroll's in it. I feel like they do like a shit ton of the voices. Uh, the the guy from the league who played Rafi. If anybody ever watched the league. Um, but no, it's a funny show about like coming of age and like kids going through puberty. And so there's a lot of like truth and like social, like kind of commentary on like how it is for like kids going through that shit and stuff like that. And like how people felt during that stage. But then also like, it's funny as shit. It's like, it's like a little weird too, but it's like very, very funny. Like, you know what I mean? I would say it's like Bojack going like in terms of like how it talks about real shit. But it's just nowhere near as sad because Bojack is sad as fuck. Word. And it's just a different age gap and demographic. I mean, not demographic, but different. The same as you're talking to, but yeah. yeah, but like, uh, I'm saying the characters are different ages. Oh, yeah. Um, Shouts to South Park, new season, new family guy season. I just, I'm OG when it comes to it. Oh, yeah. I watched the first the first episode of South Park where they were talking about how the people are desensitized to shootings. That was a good episode. I didn't watch the second one yet. The school shooting show is so funny. It's like, did there's a school shooting? Did you do it? No. Did you get shot? <laughs> did you get shot? No. Exactly. Uh, what do I know about <laughs> this failing math test? <laughs> like what? <laughs> that show was so funny. Nah, that, it was a good. Really um, good. but all right. Well, I still want to see Venom, so you still didn't give it a score. How many bucket? Oh my bad. Yeah, I'll give it like two and a half bucket hats out of five. Whoa, that's bad, dude. I told you it's not a good movie. It's just you know, there's fun parts. I don't want to go see that. <laughs> I told you, low expectations. That's how you gotta get I, through. I don't want to spend a dollar fifty at my royalty cup on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I see. I got the luxury because I got the damn. I got the AMC, you know, A list thing. So I'm like, I got three movies to burn anyway. So I ain't really that. You know, it ain't really that wild for me to go see it. But if you're paying your money to go see it, ah, that's iffy, my guy. There's some movies where you're like, ah, the only version I found was like Russian with subtitles. It's like, yeah, I rather learn Russian than watch that. <laughs> like, bro, if you, yeah, I definitely more like, you know, maybe check it out on Redbox or, or you know, if you if you got the online links, you know, link it up. But other than that, you know, I don't know about all that spending, especially if you like. You know, your movie theater is expensive. You want to spend 12 bucks to go see that. I don't know about all that. But again, they made a shit ton of money, so I don't know. Maybe other people liked it more than I did. I don't know the critics didn't, but, you know, who, that doesn't necessarily ever mean anything. But but then again, you know, I'm pretty sure Batman versus Superman made a shit ton of mo- money, and uh, people, all, everybody hated that. So, or a lot of people, most people, most people hated that.
That I saw, or other thing that I did this weekend, other than watch Big Mouth, which was amazing, watch that, is the homie Trav and Aubrey got married. Burn, burn, burn. Thursday. Yeah, bro. It was a beautiful ceremony out in Goodyear, Arizona. You know what I mean? Like, I was. The drip, the drip was, was insane. Bro, they were out here dripping, bro. Like, I thought it was fire because they had, you know what I mean? They, they had like a theme where. You know, they had, Katie was in a maroon dress because she was a maid of honor. And, like, you know, they had, like, navy blue with the maroon. And so I think Travis were wearing navy blue with I wanted, with maroon converses. And then his best man was wearing, like, or I think it was Travis wearing maroon with navy blue converses. And then his best man was wearing, uh, like, blue, a navy blue thing and then maroon converses. And then... You know, they had other people in the party. Tegan was dressed up in it too, and so like it was a nice little cool baby Tegan TV. Exactly. So like they had, he was he was dripping with the Converse. I'm like that's kind of fire because I think initially he wanted to do like Jordans with it, which would have been cool too. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen those before, but I don't think I've ever seen somebody do it with Converse. So I don't think so. At least not on like Instagram or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, shouts to them putting you on baby duty for a couple hours. I saw. Oh yeah, nah, it was it was all fun, bro. We were in a went into a hotel room beforehand. I was basically drunk from like two until the end of the night because I was like, oh, like you know, they had a cash bar, so we you know you had to pre we had to pregame the wedding, and so we were like, I I brought a bottle of henny. They bought some more stuff. I brought some beer. And I, I was figuring that, you know, I'd be all right, like kind of buzzed because I only had like a little fifth of Henny. But then, you know what I mean? I, you, we drank a decent amount beforehand. And then I was like, man, I'm definitely really feeling this. This is wild. And then, you know, I, I got some stuff at the, while I was there. I bought a couple of drinks. And I don't know if they were just strong. Shout out to the homie Connor, whoever works at. I forgot what the hell the name of the resort was. But he was the dude bartending. And I asked for a Henny and Coke. And he hooked me up for free and he was coming through because like, you know, you know how it is at these venues where they have the DJs that already work at the venues. So it'd be like DJ Ethan or DJ Earl or some shit. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. DJ Earl. Shout Right. DJ. DJ Mike. <laughs> DJ Mike Sonano. <laughs> Just like their fucking name. Just like yeah. ah. Uh, at my sister's wedding, I was drunk and was overly friendly, like I always am to people, and ran up to the DJ. I was like, you're doing a great job, man. You got a business card? And it was like DJ Greg. Right, exactly. It's always like white dude. And it's like, yeah, I just work for the venue. But his name was like DJ RJ, and I'm like, all right, cool. But like, he, you know, he was playing some good stuff. He was playing oldies. I think he knew he had a black wedding because he was playing a lot of like, you know what I mean, like Al Green and Marvin Gaye songs, which is fire. 
But at one point, we were like, all right, bro, throw on some look alive. You know what I mean? Some, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. some of the older people are leaving. Go ahead, throw on some future, some turn up, bro. Like, and the homie Connor was holding us down because he was getting them. He was making sure he was finding the right songs, you know, the right little Uzi Vert songs and shit like that. You know what I mean? That was funny. I was laughing with uh, a trash grandma, I guess it was. And the, oh, yeah. She and, was... and people d- dancing around her. Yeah, bro. That was, it was hilarious, man. It was a fun time. Beautiful ceremony. Beautiful, you know what I mean, uh, reception. It was it just, you know, nice to see two of my friends come together and, you know, pledge their life to each other and, and all that good stuff. Shouts to the Randorfs. Shouts to Baby Tegan. I still need to meet him. Um, I will say. Actually, yeah, you didn't meet him? I mean, you could have, but. No, nah, not Tegan. Not yet. Um, he's waiting on it, though. Um, yeah. But no, shouts to weddings, bro. We've definitely spoken, talked about enough about them and or not enough about them, but like enough to speak on them. And I'd say with my chest, Jewish weddings and black weddings are the best. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never been to a Jewish one. Well, uh, you'll be invited to mine. Yeah, there you go. If I ever have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, black weddings are definitely fire. I'm not going to front. That or and, funny. You know, Hispanic weddings, too. That's the, like, this one was obviously good. And then, you know, I went to Katie's sister's wedding. That was fun. Um, the music wasn't as good at Katie's sister's wedding as it was at, like, my friend Aaron and Becca's wedding. I don't know who their DJ was. I don't think it was like a DJ Greg. It might have still been. But I think they did the playlist. And so my friend Aaron had like all the good shit. And bro, I just remember dancing a lot. Like we danced so much, the bride ripped her dress from dancing. Damn. And she didn't even care because she was drunk and she was like, hey, I already got married in it. So Yeah, so it's whatever then. I already got my deposit not coming back. <laughs> like it was that that was fun. That was a fun ass wedding. Well, shouts um, to that man. Shouts to uh, shouts to the bride and groom, dude. Have you ever been to a wedding or a social event where something gets out of hand, like uh, people fight, like um, the bride or groom, or you know, nah, cr- cross crossover families? I've been to a party in college that was like playing. It was, I went with my friend Aaron, ironically, and it was playing by like black. Uh, Black sorority. It was a black fraternity, and a fight broke out during the Rick Ross song. I remember it was that Big Meech song. You know, I, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. But like, I heard, I heard niggas popping off, like, and I just heard it. You know that, you know that, like, little chatter. You're like, yo, what the fuck this nigga say? I'm like, oh hell nah. And I'm like, oh shit, let me get up out the way. Niggas started fighting, crazy. One dude was there on crutches. I seen a dude grab that guy's crutch. And start beating the dude with the other with like with his <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So everybody started clearing out. Cops show up, and I'm thinking, like, I right, the fight's over. Dudes literally start scrapping in front of the cops. Ain't even yeah, that would happen a lot, yeah. Ain't even uh, give a shit. But yeah, that's the only time. Shots to Arizona State. Yeah, we're talking college stories. Uh fucking going to parties. I don't know why, like it, it was, you know, there's like sixty thousand plus students at ASU, so the average party ended with a fight, and it was like probably forty percent chance of a fight every time. Mm-hmm. Was the fight forecast, and uh, <laughs> I think I don't know if it was just that was my finesse, but uh, when people would fight, I would just go to the keg because then not a lot of people were crowded. And oh, that's fucking smart! You need that fucking gift of the black dude pointing to his head, bro. That's right. I used to fucking just like 
be like, yeah, they, you know, they're gonna fight. The cops are gonna come. This party's about to be over anyway. I'm about to get my drinks on. Oh, that's fire, bro. Um, so I used to be by the kegs with the fights, and they'd be like, "Yo, did you see the fight?" I'm like, "Nah, I missed it." I did fill up twice, so yeah, I don't even care about the fight. Like, oh, it's some random dudes. All right, then that's that's smart because I hate it when I go to like keggers or whatever, and they charge you five bucks at the door, and you only end up drinking one beer. It's like, bro, I might as well went to the bar for this shit. Yeah, and uh, you always like <laughs> you go up to the dude holding like the like uh, I don't even know what it's called with the keg with the tap. Yeah, with the tap, yeah. And you look at me, and he gives you the head nod, and you're like, "I right, bet I'm next." And then like eight oh, people grab it. You're like, "Yo!" Some, some drunk chick with a with two pictures comes over, like, "Bill, can you feel this?" And then like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Bro, I was next." Like, you want you fill two fucking pictures to take back to your like homegirl? What the fuck? Yeah, like, I got one solo cup. Second of all, his name's not Bill. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like she just said, like she just knew the motherfucker. Like, yeah, I remember those shits. Yeah, like in a grocery store, like you would not, like you don't. That's grocery store etiquette. It's just like you're gonna fill up two pitchers before one little cup, like, and then the keg is empty. You're like motherfucker, right? Um, but yeah, I guess speaking of like get shit getting out of hand, you see the whole. I don't even know how to say it's like Khabib. I don't know how to say that dude's last name. Uh, Conor McGregor I, fight. I, I was gonna give you ten dollars if you pronounce it right. Muhammad, 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 bro. I was Muhammad like, Ali. I don't know. It's Khabib Muhammad. I don't want to fuck up his name, and I I definitely don't want to disrespect this dude. Hell no. Nah. Uh, I saw some shit about him. Like I saw the actual video of him as a kid wrestling a bear, bro. Yeah, he was training and he was learning by starting and wrestling a bear. Bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> bro, motherfuckers in Russia just different. Be like, you always hear those jokes, but this motherfucker was for real. Wrestling, wrestling a bear like there's footage of this man that's not as a little boy wrestling a baby bear like i will say i could probably handle a baby bear yeah <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> bro yes man. now maybe now maybe no. both of us me and you versus a baby bear yeah and even then i'm like look because like where the mom's at you know what i'm saying like <laughs> that would know, suck like fucking this nine year old, and I'm thinking like the bear was for like legit trying to bite him. I'm like, bro, this is wild. <laughs> so if y'all ain't know, like Khabib and like Con- I don't, I still don't know his last name, but Conor McGregor, like they had a UFC fight, and you know everybody know Conor McGregor by now, like is like legendary, legendary shit talker, but also just a terrible ass person. Like he's a like he threw a fucking like guardrail at the bus that Khabib was in. Like a couple, I want to say like a couple months back, and he like injured people. Like he he almost like ruined some dude's career because he like he hurt the bus driver. He hurt the bus driver. I think he messed up somebody's hand. Who and like three people were supposed to fight on the car that night, couldn't fight because of it, so they lost money. And like I think he got arrested, but obviously he got released, and it kind of like helped build up the lore for this fight. And then they had like you know they're doing all the what's it called before the fight where they have like the little press conferences, but not just the weigh-ins and shit. Uh, it's kind of like the stare down the press conference oh yeah they they were doing that and this dude was like like he i I might i don't know if i can put the the like what he said into the 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 pod but he basically was calling dudes like manager uh terrorist and shit and he was like oh i could go into detail and i will and then he started saying that like he was on a flight tonight on 9-11 and shit, and he got taken off, and he had a bunch of fucking visas and and the fucking like passports. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? 
Like he legit called homeboys man like like a fucking terrorist. Like not only because like they're all like you know they're Muslim, they're like Muslim Russian, and so like well, first of all that's mad racist. Which you know that's the type of shit this dude Conor McGregor does. And I guess he was talking about the dude's dad and saying all types of wild shit. And so obviously last night, you know, Khabib was whooping Conor's ass. Like I was looking at, I don't. Did you see any of the replays? Nah, I still need to watch like majority of the fight, but I bro, mean, he what I saw. There was a part where he was just like he had McGregor on the ground and he was just pounding the fuck out of his face, bro. I was like, oh shit! Like I was, I can't believe that like it lasted longer than this. Then he ended up choking him out, and once he tapped, I think he was screaming at like people in the crowd, like tell him to shut up. And then they're like, yo, come make me, and that's why he he ended up jumping over the whole like the octagon like fence, and he went to the crowd. And then while he went into the crowd, people were I wanted so one of his like people who were in the ring with him tried to go out and get him. And then Conor McGregor like like sucker punched him like as he was going over the fence. And then that's when more Khabib's people jumped into the octagon and started like trying to fight McGregor. One dude in red came up and sucker punched him. And then like it was just like all popping off. It was like three dudes in the ring basically fighting McGregor while Khabib was in the audience. Like trying to fight like McGregor's people, and I think I'm pretty sure he caught a few stray hands from like random people, but it was just wild. People were saying it was like the mouse in the palace, but that nothing's stopping that, bro. Oh, shouts to that! I was watching that game live back in like tenth grade when that happened, bro. Run our test. Nothing tops that. Fucking dude throws a fucking soda at Ron Artest, and he goes into the crowd and starts punching the wrong guy. Like, and his name's Meta World Peace now. The irony. The irony, bro. Do you like fucking uh Jermaine O'Neal had a fucking like sliding tomahawk into a dude that like he didn't connect all the way because if he did he probably would have killed that man. Like that shit was wild, bro. What about when Ron Artest threw his elbow at James Harden's head? That was fucked up. But that nothing and I don't think anything ever is gonna top the the mouse in the palace, bro. Um didn't Ron Artest change his name again to some like God's friend or something? Nah, I think it was just one time to the to the wild metal world piece. But yeah, like <laughs> that's so wild. Like I can't believe people the last thing I want to do if I just fought somebody in a fucking UFC fight is go fight again. <laughs> Especially yeah, dude. Um uh, there was a UFC fighter, I think, in the undercard that told Joe Rogan, like, yo, I don't want to fight again. I'm not I want to sit some da- I want to sit down and chill. And then he told Joe Rogan, like Maybe I'll come in on your podcast next week and smoke some weed with you. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Rogan's like, anytime, man. That's funny. That's funny. Um, dude, I don't know about fighting sports. It, it's weird because, you know, we're, me and you, we've gone on record to talk about hecklers and stuff on how, like, we shouldn't even, you shouldn't even talk back to, like, you know, stand-up comedians. Right. Let, al- let alone professional fighters. <laughs> like, that's scary as fuck. They fight professionally. Oh yeah, dude. On some, on, yeah, like, could you imagine if like fucking Mike Tyson or somebody ran into the the crowd to start fighting people? I'd and be you, out. And you and I was in the crowd. I'm like, nah, bro. I don't want. I don't want no accidental smoke. None of that. Like, yeah, especially I don't want no like secondhand smoke, bro. Like they think you <laughs> said some shit when you're just chilling. You're like, yo, Mike, nah, fam. I'm just eating my popcorn. Ain't, ain't no way, be you the hey. It was that. I'm snitching quick. It was that nigga over there. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I, 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 you're right. The one and only time you condone snitching 
is if when a professional athlete thinks you said what that other person says, you go not boxer, bro. I'm pointing him out with his boxing gloves. I'm I'm raising him like the ref and going, no, it's him. Bro, I just watched you pounding somebody's face. <laughs> Ain't no way I want smoke, bro. Hell no. <laughs> no. Like, I was, I just I was, you, I, I was cheering you on. I just watched you like fuck up a professional boxer. Ain't no way in hell I want to smoke. <laughs> like but, that shit is wild. Like hell. No. So anyway, um, you know, it's it it goes against the look for them on many reasons because a. They're trying to get win people over that like right. oh it's more artistic it's more the art of the sport it's not the fucking you know barbaric nature blah 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 nah. and then they turn on the highlights and you see dudes running out of the cage <laughs> and like just like fighting the crowd they're right. like uh come again nah let's just call it for what it is bro if you paying TV you paying pay per view to watch a fucking UFC fight a boxing match. Like you paying to watch motherfuckers get their ass beat? Like, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Like, there's probably a small population that's like, "Yo, did you see the technique?" Yeah, like, and even then, it's like those are like very small people, and even then, those people are still watching a fucking fight. Like, it's still barbaric. Like, if we being if we keeping it a buck, like that's just right. what it is. There's that, no way around it. I uh, the one thing, or I mean, many things, but like the martial arts and like that type of fighting atmosphere, it's like. When I think about that, it's like, yeah, I would like that shit, like, but I don't like hitting people, and I wouldn't want to get hit, and that's like the two main things. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing it for fun. Well, it's like I, I'd rather just work out, you know. Like Michael B. Jordan has you wanting to get in the gym after you watch Creed, you know what I'm right. saying? But I'm just like, yeah, I'm not getting punched in the face though. <laughs> right, I'm not, like again, like again, they make a lot of money, but motherfuckers be out here punch drunk, you know. When they get older, I am Gucci, like. Like if I'm fighting people, I'm fighting because I'm mad and about some shit. That's and, that's, and imagine training. That? And like we complain about going to work, just like waking up early. Imagine mm-hmm. on a Tuesday, your whole day, you're locked in the cage and someone's punching you in the face. All right? Fuck no, man. That shit is wild. Uh, yeah, shout out to those people who <laughs> paid money to watch a fight and they got mad that the dude went into the crowd and started fighting more. Like to me, that just sounds like you got extra, bro. Yeah, that's free money. Yeah, shouts, especially if you are on the other side of the crowd where there's no harm near you. Right, you got more bang for your buck, my guy. That's just more speculation. More, uh, yeah, that's a that's just a spectacle, my guy. Yeah, shit is wild. And it's also a bad look to have like a Russian dude and an Irish dude like fighting out of hand when we have a really racist president. And he's like, "See, we can't have anyone in here." Yeah, but that that's just how all these fights are. They, They that's like. It's like the last place where they do the whole race bait and shit. Like, fucking, they always building up black dude person Mexican and and this and that. And like, I'm surprised they didn't do more shit with Russian versus you know whatever. But that's because it's Irish. If it was American or some shit, they probably would have beefed that up more. I mean, that's the whole Rocky series, right? It was just like Cold War, like not the whole one, but like Rocky Four was all you know Russian versus American shit. So yeah, pretty much. But you know how that is. It, it I'm is hyped for Creed too, though. I will say, yeah, that. Creed two will be fire. It, I hope so. The premise of the story is dumb, but I'm still gonna fuck with it. Um, like, bro, he's fighting. He's fighting the dude who killed his dad's son, who also happens to box how he box. And like, it's like, bro, that don't. All right, what's the chances they both have kids and they both box, bro? After one of the kids' dad died in the ring, <laughs> like, what are the chances, bro? But whatever. Yeah. I'm and not, the, and the trainer is the best friend of the exactly. dude. Exactly, like, like bro, like what are the fucking odds? Not, like, but again, 
I'm gonna still watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be excited. I was laughing because you know the part like I'd be saying that in uh, trailers they give away way too much information. Yeah, that's it's just like thing. it's like, dude, let me just go see half that, you know. And right. uh, I was laughing at the part when the mom or the wife, yeah, the mom or the uh, mom, like, she's like, "Don't try and act like this is about your father." And what if like the credits just rolled like, dun, 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 like <laughs> The movie's over because it is about his father. Like, oh shit! That's why <laughs> like, everybody walks out of the theaters. It's like Creed Two will end now because technically it is about his father, and she <laughs> has to not pretend that it's not about his father. So That's please enjoy the time at Harkins. <laughs> <laughs> no cell phones. It's like, well, I'm leaving though. I'm like, all right, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now uh, I'm already giving Creed five buckheads before I've even seen it. Yeah, it's already a classic, bro. It's, it's cool. Yeah, um, but I think that yeah, I guess that was enough kind of McGregor shit. We had our favorite time of the week. It's uh your songs of the week, bro. Brum, brum, brum. What do you got this week? Uh, shouts to the new stuff. Um, I was kind of just you know at work, I'll just throw on the headphones and do just like a rabbit hole of YouTube, and then if I like a song, I'll give it the thumbs up, you know. So then it <laughs> guides me towards other songs I like. Then you know, jump on Spotify and SoundCloud, whatever. But yeah, shouts to Lil Mosey. Oh, okay. Mozzie. is it Mozzie or Mosey? Is it with two Z's? Uh, it's with an S. M O S E Y. I'm thinking somebody else. So maybe Lil Mozzarella Stick is the who you. Oh, thinking? fire! Nah, um, Lil Mozzie, Mosey, whatever. Pull up. Okay. Okay. Cool. I gotta check that out. I think I'm confusing who you said with Mozzie. Who is just Mozzie. He had an album drop that I got to check out. I, I've never, I just heard people talk about him. Mm-hmm. But uh, my song of the week is Tense by Anderson Pac featuring Kendrick Lamar. It's a smooth kind of like jig. The Anderson Pac album Oxnard is coming soon. I can't wait. I don't know if y'all know. Anderson Pac dropped two classic albums in 2016 and they kind of like, you know, dipped for a little bit. So I'm definitely looking forward to that album. We had a couple other shit drop. We had Drip Harder by Lil Baby and Gunna. I didn't. I listened to some of the songs. I heard some mixed things on that. A lot of people that liked it. A lot of people that don't. I'm guessing it's just like people who already like those two like the album, and people who kind of just heard about them and didn't really get into them were kind of like eh on it. So definitely gotta check that out. I listened to some of Sheck West. You know who Sheck West is? Uh, I did scroll through one of like his interviews i didn't listen to much much of it but now nah, i don't know who he is <laughs> yeah so you made that mo Bama song i don't know if you heard it but that shit is like it's the i feel like every year or every maybe two years we get that like bobby smurder like smoney dance like not smoney dance the, the song is hot niggas but you know you get that type of song from new york like yeah it, it was that and then it was the ooh song by young ma that was kind of like the the like Bobby Smurda song ish, and then this yeah. this year it was Mo Bamba, which was by Sheck West. He's from New York, and like the song is kind of it's, it's about the, the basketball player because they're homies, but like it goes in like and it's mostly just the beat. Like he can't like even his rapping on that. It seemed like he was just kind of fucking around, and so I'm thinking maybe he was just fucking around. But he dropped an album, and I tried to listen to it, and like the production on the album is fire. But that boy is not very good at rapping, and it's very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know. I gotta finish. I gotta go through it the most. My homie X was trying to convince me that it was more like 
you know what I mean, getting hyped to like hoop or something like that, not really thinking too much about the lyrics. And I'm like, all right, but you know, there was some stuff that I was just like, and like, even for me, sometimes I can, like, if the lyrics aren't that crazy, I can get it if the flow is cool, but uh uh-uh, uh, it was, it was, there were some parts I was just like, nah, bro. But I gotta finish it. So you live and you learn. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, well, that's my songs of the week. Well, shit, man. Uh, I think we've made it. Bum, bum, bum. We finally arrived. And yeah, we made it to the finish line. Ty, I want to thank you again for putting up with me yet again for another week, another installment. It's episode 55 of the Bucket Up Podcast for the uh, buckets out there that are loyal. Day ones, they stay one because they uh, weigh one. Um, they out here, what they already know. For the new ones, where can they find us, Ty? Yeah, make sure you go hit us up on Facebook. We're on Facebook as the Bucket Up Podcast. We're on Instagram at the Bucket Hat Boys. Hit us up on there if you want to get you know our you know our movie picks other shit we'd like to draw funniest things on there and you can follow us on twitter at bucket up pie or at yeah that bucket up podcast and you can, if you want to follow us individually you can follow jesse at jb speak you can follow me at tylante um and then if you whatever you're listening to on a, like listening to us on right now we're also on a- apple podcast we're on you know on what's it called at google play we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. And then if you can find any of those bootleg kind of like, you know, I love podcasts, Fiend or some shit like that um, apps, you could probably find us on there as well. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you fuck with us heavy, just make sure you leave a review on either any of those platforms, most preferably Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Leave one in writing. Shout out to people who have already. Uh, and if you want us to talk about anything or you want to just interact with us, you know, let us know about topics on any of our social media or on our SoundCloud. You can just comment there. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We out. Yeah, yeah. I quit my job on a Monday. I told my boss, I'm the boss now. He told me he don't give a fuck, so I told him he can sit the fuck down. Tell me why you cut so much now. I don't know, but I like it. One hand on my private. Moonwalking like Mike, bitch. I put the stars on my eyelids. I just need a little guidance. You know how crazy the shot is? I can't say no to violence. I might attack on the Titan. You should be afraid of white men. The ones in the blue, they made it go boom. They had bought that thunder and lightning. I was too black for they liking. I was that nigga, uh, sitting in the big old truck. Whipping like Mrs. Puff. Hair up like Susie. Hit the J like Juicy. Shoulder lean, shoulder lean, shoulder lean like Uzi. Shoulder lean like Joe. Uh, water bean that hoe. You broke my heart last summer, but I don't need it no more. Uh,